0: My crazy entitled teacher cuts the tube of my insulin pump right in the middle of class thinking that I'm listening to music through secret headphones that I was hiding. And I've honestly never been more frightened when my mom rushed to the school with my life-saving medicine and put my crazy teacher back in her place. Here's what happened. So this happened when I was in middle school, you know, back in the days of wired headphones. So about 2011 or something like that. While I'm currently 24 years old, I've had type 1 diabetes since I was about four years old and I use a continuous glucose monitor and an insulin pump. I had an IEP so all my teachers were told about it and that I would need my insulin pump in class while also telling them that it might make some noise and I might have to pull it out of my pocket and mess with it if I needed insulin or I might need to drink a juice pouch or something like that and I was able to do so at my discretion. We had one teacher who was a complete you-know-what for no reason. She was notorious for making kids cry during presentations She even told one girl who wanted to be a doctor to find a cure for cancer, all because her little sister had childhood cancer, that she would need to actually be smart in the first place in order to do that. And she said this all while chuckling to herself. I mean, what kind of teacher would do that? Let a kid dream. We were only 12 years old. As you can imagine, she was also at war with technology. And on a side note, these days I use my phone to check my glucose and give myself more insulin. I can't imagine being a kid today and dealing with a teacher like that when the lines are blurred and your smartphone is actually a life-saving medical device. But anyway, if you're not familiar with insulin pumps, the kind I use has a little tube that connects the pump, which has the insulin to my body, which needs the insulin. This teacher also liked to be weirdly obtuse about things. Instead of being like other teachers and simply saying something like, no cell phones in class, put it on my desk, which would allow me to remind them that it's an insulin pump, and then they would usually respond by saying, oh, that's right, my bad. She would instead try and talk abstractly about what she wanted to happen while walking around the room. So this particular day, she kept alluding to students listening to music in class, stating that you should be careful with what you do because she can see it. Stating that us kids might think we're sneaky, but adults know what we're up to. I obviously wasn't listening to music, so I figured she'd seen someone with headphones on in the room or something like that. And the next thing I knew, she had snuck up behind me with scissors. It took me a good moment to realize what happened exactly because I was honestly astonished and completely in shock that she would do something so destructive and so absolutely toxic. And while I was used to teachers thinking I had a cell phone or getting upset about my pump beeping during exam, until that day, no one had ever touched it before, much less taken a pair of scissors and cut my life-sustaining tube, which is exactly what she did. I was actually sitting with my mouth agape and she turned to me, now that she was in front of the class again, and said something along the lines of, well, original poster, care to share with a class what tunes are more important than listening? I'd at this point put together that she thought I was listening to music, and she thought that she cut my headphone wires in half. I replied by saying, the only thing I'm listening to are just my thoughts while I've still got any, since that was my insulin pump that you just cut in half. She had to let me go to my locker to get my cell phone to call my mom to bring me a new infusion set. And while she was speeding to the school for me, I just waited in the front office for her. She worked from home and drove like crazy to get here and when I tell you that my mom was angry she was absolutely furious and I don't ever want to see her that angry again in my life. It took 10 years off of my lifespan and I wasn't even in trouble. When my mom showed up I was sitting in the office waiting for her. I think it took her like 15 minutes to get there post phone call. She asked me if I was okay and checked out the damage that was done. I could obviously tell how angry she was but not with me obviously. She walked straight up to the receptionist and just asked where the teacher was and they phoned the classroom and had the teacher come up to the office. The principal also came out. My mom then ripped her a new one but she didn't yell though I honestly think that made it more terrifying that she was very collected in this situation. I don't remember word for word but basically she said that removing my insulin pump was a violation of my IEP not to mention that it is a medical device and an extension of my body which is keeping me alive and that she would had the audacity to damage life saving medical equipment was not only reckless but also a criminal act my mom said that type 1 diabetes is no joke and it can take lives that she should count herself lucky she didn't damage the pump itself my mom then explained how expensive these things are in the first place and everything they had to do just to get one my mom put the fear of God into these people but in a way that they can't turn it on her and say that she's being disruptive after that she took me home for the rest of the day Eventually, my teacher really did apologize to me. It wasn't too bad. We had a meeting with her, the principal, the assistant principal, and a lady from the special education office, plus me and my parents. She said she was sorry for her actions, and that she shouldn't have treated me that way, and she hopes I don't grow up to expect people to act like that towards me. She forgot I had an insulin pump, but I didn't feel like she was making an excuse. She was saying she should have been more mindful, and that it was her fault, and that I did nothing wrong. She also said I was very brave and calm in the face of adversity. Stuff like that. And then she apologized to my mom and dad for frightening them for what she did. She then offered to pay for any cost for the damages that she caused. But my parents declined. They wanted all the teachers to get more education about kids with diabetes. And so the school nurse had somebody come in to specifically educate all the teachers in the school about this very thing. In the end, my parents did not sue the school or my teacher. And I unfortunately still had to be in her class. This was a tiny school and did a lot of things backwards. I'm honestly surprised that this teacher wasn't fired right on the spot. What she did could have been catastrophic. And I'm honestly blown away that she did not lose her job. But here's the thing. Even if this student was listening to music, what gives her the right to cut the headphone wire? That's literally destruction of property. This lady actually thought that would be okay as a response. Like all you have to do is see it, call the kid out on it and write him up. That will literally solve all your problems. You don't sneak up with a pair of scissors and cut the wire just cause you wanna try and be weird And I know exactly the type of teacher that the original poster is describing Where they are weird and abstract And they don't tell you exactly what they want But they speak in circles as if you're supposed to understand them So good for this original poster for staying calm in this kind of situation I'm sure it wasn't easy But at least you had your parents on your side Who recognize how serious this situation was And put that entitled teacher back in their place My partner is having really emotional outbursts And I'm struggling to find any kind of solution and I don't know what to do. The title says it all because I'm struggling to understand if my partner is being emotionally abusive. He's been through a lot of trauma in the past and I try to be really sensitive and forgiving of the emotional outbursts as well as anything else that might be going on. I'm just struggling to draw the line between misunderstanding and allowing space for trauma responses as well as protecting myself from emotional outbursts or at the very least protecting my own emotional well-being when they're not doing well. When things are going good between us, they're really good. He can be the sweetest, most loving person in the world. He never puts me down and encourages me to step outside my comfort zone and do things that make me happy. Sometimes I can't truly believe how lucky I am to have such a sweet and sensitive person in my life. Then there are other times when something triggers them and it's a whole storm of emotions that I don't want to deal with and I don't know how to. For example, we went on vacation for the first time together and our Airbnb was terrible and not as described at all. It was in a bad part of town and I was feeling very unsafe. After a day in the Airbnb, we mutually agreed that it was a bad situation and we coped by talking and making jokes about what we got ourselves into. At night, we booked a new Airbnb for the rest of the vacation and we were set to leave the next day. We were still half complaining and half joking to each other to make the best of the situation and I honestly thought we both went to sleep on decent terms. Not happy about the situation, but in it together and making the best of it. When we woke up, I was washing my face and getting ready for the day when my partner suddenly declares, this is horrible. This whole vacation is a disaster. And he starts rapidly and sloppily packing his bags as fast as possible. He was huffing and puffing and storming around the Airbnb, stomping off to the car and clearing everything out while I'm basically still in my PJs, not knowing what's going on. I later learned that we had to check out early, but he never communicated that to me. Also, we still had hours before checkout time. The way he rushed was completely unwarranted. I got him to calm down at certain points of the morning, but he basically stayed in that heightened emotional state for five whole hours. There was nowhere for us to go. I couldn't walk away and leave on my own because we were in a bad part of town with nowhere to go until we check into the next Airbnb. So he's basically just sitting there super anxious and complaining in a public coffee shop. He's having what we can only describe as an adult temper tantrum and nothing is getting through to him. I forget to mention, but we also have his dog with us. Something triggered the dog, causing it to bark and act up and he just screams a swear word and storms off somewhere into the neighborhood with the dog. My nervous system is fried at this point and I'm literally crying alone in a coffee shop, waiting for them to come back. After blowups like these happen, I'm left feeling super confused, emotionally and feeling insecure about the relationship. I feel like I do a lot to prevent these outbursts from happening, but I just can't predict their moods. Another example is that their internet went out before an important Zoom call that they had to be on. They had another full-blown adult temper tantrum before the call. He was so flustered that he accidentally dropped his phone and then purposefully kicked it, screaming at their email, cursing the phone that wouldn't call in. I offered a solution by connecting my work computer to my hotspot so they could sign into Zoom, but they were too worked up to type in their password correctly, so they banged their fist on the table multiple times and jammed the keys of my work computer a little too harshly for my liking. They jumped up and down on the floor in frustration with more cursing and more banging, speeding around the apartment in a huff. The tantrum only lasted about five minutes, but I was close to a full-blown crying panic attack. I'm an overly sensitive person in a lot of ways. I get overstimulated very easily and I'm also emotionally sensitive. So even though their blow ups are very rarely directed at me... Being around the blowups affect me greatly and take me hours, if not days, to recover. So as you can see, there is a lot going on. But I'm wondering if this counts as emotional abuse. It's not usually directed at me, and he never directly puts me down. I really am just not sure how to talk to him about this, or where I should draw the line. What should I do? In my opinion, I would absolutely call this emotional abuse. His outbursts are absolutely unacceptable. These are not normal, and he seriously needs some help. In my opinion, if you're afraid of your partner's emotional outbursts, then I'm pretty sure this is an emotionally abusive relationship, and it's something you really need to be aware of. They may not be directed at you now, but what is the game plan here if it does suddenly shift to you? This behavior needs to change, and no amount of excuses or accommodations on your end is going to change that. As a side note, the man in this story is 35 years old, so I find it hard to believe that there's any really good excuse to try and justify this behavior. I totally understand that people have trauma and they have mental health issues, but they are still responsible for managing what triggers them, as well as taking care of those issues in their life. So I think maybe looking into therapy of some kind, so they can better manage their emotions would probably really go a long way. Regardless of what happens, hopefully it all works out, because from what you've described, this sounds like a really sketchy situation and hopefully things are able to be worked out. I think that the woman I'm seeing might be a narcissist and I don't know if I need to take these signs seriously or what I should do. I met this woman three months ago and she is very, very beautiful. She's really tall, about two inches taller than me at five foot 11. And when I go out with her, I notice a lot of people checking her out. We aren't in a relationship, but we have been intimate four times. After I met her, we immediately started texting each other for hours. We had a lot of chemistry immediately and we started calling each other cute names. Because I'm younger, she would call me puppy, and we would have this cute talk back and forth over and over again, and it really was nice. At some point, she asked me if she thinks this will go on, asking if maybe we should text other people every so often, questioning whether or not we should be seeing each other so often. I asked her what was going on, to which she said in a very blunt way that she is afraid that she will get used to me very quickly, and that she is then going to dump me. She talked about her past relationships. Relationships and revealed that she ended her previous relationship because of that. She also asked me several times if I still like her as much as I did before, which leads me to believe that she doesn't think things will last. And when I say that, yes, I like her as much as I did before, if not more, she says, well, it kind of feels forced. I low key feel like we're past the honeymoon phase, and it doesn't feel as intense as before. She's very subtle when she talks and not as dramatic. And even when she isn't very subtle, she uses a lot of words so that what she says doesn't sound blunt. Another strange thing is that while she tries to come across as a good human, she sometimes drops that attitude altogether and jokes about how bad she can be when she gets mad, saying stuff like, we haven't had an argument yet. You should see what I'm like when I'm mad. You'd run so fast. And sometimes she would talk about her past and tell me that she was totally a high school bully. When she talks about something bad that she has done in the past, she tries to make it sound like it wasn't a big deal. Or she tries to sound like a person who acknowledges that what she did was bad saying stuff like um I know that it was bad but I got mad at my friend and I threw a stone at her or something like that and then she'll quickly return to her current attitude and say oh I've changed so much I was just a kid I'm so kind and caring now and then she'll try to justify and prove that she's kind and caring now as an example I was hanging out with her but I had had a bad day at work I wasn't in the mood to have any kind of fun so she said in a gentle voice hey it's okay nobody is happy all the time. Tell me what happened at work and she gave me emotional support and then she even kissed me just to make me feel better. Then three days ago she uploaded her WhatsApp pictures and it was a picture and it was a quote from the Taylor Swift song that said, did you hear my covert narcissism that I disguised as altruism a tale as old as time. I randomly googled these words and it turns out it's from the Taylor Swift song. But if you put all these little pieces together I just don't know what to think and I'm starting to worry that there's something a little sinister and eerie about her. She does seem to be a little self-centered in general, but I'm not sure if she's a pathological narcissist or not. It's very subtle though, like she wears her red lipstick as soon as she wakes up, and then she talks about the guys who hit on her and says stuff like, that guy was cute. I was tempted. You've got competition. I'm just joking though. As soon as he talked to me, I reminded myself that I have you. I realize this may sound like a generic question, but should I take these signs seriously? Am I just reading too much into these little things? What should I do? I'm not sure if they're a narcissist. I mean, that's a big conclusion to make, because there's a lot going on here. It does seem like she's kind of playing games, though. It kind of sounds like she's been hurt a lot in the past, so she's trying to make sure that she's not going to get hurt again. But the signs are definitely there. I can kind of see where you're coming from. But aside from what you've mentioned, it doesn't seem like there's anything glaringly obvious that would shout that this lady's a narcissist. But I think either way, you can definitely proceed with caution and keep an eye out for any other things that might be going on. Because, you know what if the relationship is working out and if you're happy with her then I honestly don't see anything wrong with seeing where this relationship goes. My wife hates every job she's had and I'm not sure what to do anymore. My wife and I both work in corporate environments. She has nearly 10 years of experience and is quite good at what she does. We both make healthy salaries so money is not really an issue but at every company she's worked at she eventually reaches a point where she just cannot continue. It affects her mental health, it drains her emotionally and she stops Feeling fulfilled. When I first met her, she was in a mid-entry level role, and she wasn't getting the recognition or compensation that she deserved. That company is kind of known for being toxic, so she decided to move on. The second company was somewhat of a startup, an exciting role where she got to wear many different hats and she got to do a lot of different jobs. We've both come to learn that this means that she's going to be covering a lot of whatever comes up on short notice. It's gonna be one fire drill after another. Her complaints started after a year or two. But she stuck it out for three years in total. But man, did it take a toll on her. Lots of venting, tears, and frustration. She got pigeonholed into work that she didn't want to do and felt there was a culture of higher-ups basically being untouchable and colleagues talking down to her and trying to deflect blame for mistakes. So again, just like her previous job, she ended up leaving. Now she's at her third job and she's about six months in. And last week, she told me that she hates it, that it's not what she expected. She doesn't know why she was hired because the type of work she was promised doesn't exist. Instead, she's being asked to be a glorified project manager, which she absolutely hates. Now, last night, after more tears and more venting, she said that she would quit tomorrow if she could. I literally didn't know what to say. I think I just kind of stared blankly at her because I couldn't believe this was happening for a third time. I can't really muster up the enthusiasm to give my pep talk for a third time. She mentioned that she wishes she could just be like me and like my job, But maybe my secret is, is that I don't actually love my job. I mean, it's fine. There are parts I like and dislike. And as I've progressed, I've felt like my need to care is much less now. I don't get paid to stress off the clock. I don't get wrapped up in politics or drama. I just kind of keep my head down and I chug along. And so I ask myself, why is it that she can't do the same? Has she really gotten unlucky with three jobs in a row? Does she have an unrealistic expectation of what a job is supposed to be? Very few people like their job, but it should be at least tolerable and not leave you looking like an emotionless zombie at the end of the day. It's affected our relationship because she wears her emotions on her sleeve. She can be fun and bubbly and goofy, or she can have a permanent unhappy look on her face and look like she hates everything around her. And I'm tired of the latter. Like I said at the beginning, money isn't an issue. If she needed to quit today for her mental health, I could support us well enough. And I've told her, do what makes you happy. Don't worry about your resume or disappointing the person who hired you, I will support her in no uncertain terms. But at the same time, I can't help but wonder what will be different the fourth time? How long until she realizes it's just another corporate structure with someone assigning her work with deadlines? What should I do? It really sounds like the corporate setting is just not a good fit for her, which is not unusual. Corporate America sucks. I can say that first and foremost. So maybe the option of getting out there and looking at something different outside of the corporate setting would probably do a lot of good for her. Maybe even going back to school and pursuing something else because it really does suck when you're at a job that is terrible and you feel like your entire life is just being drained away by that place. And also, three jobs in ten years is not that bad to be completely honest. I think in my opinion, we live in a society nowadays where staying at one company for your whole career is really rare. People hop between jobs, so it's not totally unusual to say, you know what, I'm moving to something else. And I honestly think your wife would be a lot happier doing something Else because she's clearly unhappy, and I think the pattern is pretty clear that she needs to make a serious change, otherwise, she's just gonna be miserable. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description, and the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.